Have you dreamed of bigger things for your life? Then you are in the right place. Each week, you will be given tips on how to change your inner dialogue, conquer your goals, and ways to step into a higher version of yourself. I'm your host, Lauren Kubat. I'm a motivational speaker who hosts personal development events. I'm a sought-after fitness instructor, a wife, and a mom of two young boys. I'm obsessed with all things personal development, and I believe anyone can achieve the life they want. Let the Become Your Vision podcast be the inspiration you need to step into greater things. Now let's go. Hey there, welcome back to the show. So before we get into the interview, I want to share the backstory on how I discovered Q and Gunner. So Gunner has worked with some of the women I have interviewed in the past and I was intrigued by his coaching style and his personality on Instagram. And if you haven't heard of Gunner or his business, Gunner Made, you might know him from his collaborations that he has done with Southern Charm star Madison LaCroix, which is a show filmed here in Charleston. It is also a show on Bravo. So I'd reached out to Gunner probably about five months ago on Instagram, sent him a direct message telling him about the podcast and, you know, how I would love to have him on the show. And he replied. He said he wanted to schedule something for later in the summer. Uh, I think I re- uh, messaged him sometime in February or so. So a few months later, I had reached out to him again. Didn't hear anything, but I gave him some time. I know he's super busy, you know, still didn't hear anything. So I was also following his girlfriend on Instagram, who is his business partner. She's super cool. I know you're going to love her. Her name is Q. And that's when she had told me that he's never done a podcast interview before and that these types of things aren't his forte, but they agreed to give it a go. And Gunnar's personality is very big on social media, but is a bit more reserved personally. And I think sometimes these types of well-known people get a bad rap because once people meet them in person, they may be a bit more quiet or provide short responses. And it has nothing to do with them being rude, but they are introverted at heart, even though they may come off a different way on social media. So I know you're going to love this conversation we had, and I just wanted to give you that little little backstory that if you meet, you know, somebody that you're following on Instagram, you might, they might not be the same as what um, their personalities that they present on, on social media. Also in this episode, I talk about my women's conference that is coming up in Mount Pleasant on September 26th. When we recorded this conversation, the tickets weren't on sale, so I didn't have a website. It is now www.laurenkubat.com, and I'll leave that information in the show notes, and you're going to hear all about that in a little bit as well. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Every time I have an interview, I am super, super excited. And this one is going to be a good one. I just know it. Uh, before we get started, I have the review of the week. Each time you leave a review, I send you something, and whether it's a Starbucks gift card, a Dunkin' Donuts gift card, or something to my Etsy store. Um, this one is no different. So this one is called So Much Value. It's from Jacqueline Sings. Thank you, Jacqueline. Lauren is a breath of fresh air in the world of personal development. Her content is real, relatable, and contains to a great deal of value for anyone in the uh, personal growth journey. 
And then she goes on and on, but I'm going to leave it there. Jacqueline, I will send you my affirmation cards that I've created for my Etsy store. Just a great way to start your day, hang them on the mirror, use them as a bookmarks, whatever. Okay, guys, we're going to get into the show. So here I have Gunner from and Q, which is his girlfriend. We'll get into that from Gunner Maid. Gunner Maid is a health and fitness coach specializing in creating nutrition and fitness based programs to feature fits each of his clients' individual strengths and needs. His goal within training is to push his clients past their personal potential and to create a new standard of living that allows them to succeed inside and outside of the gym in their daily lives through personal coaching, online coaching programs, and the use of the Gunner Made mobile application. Gunner Made will lead will ensure you stay accountable during your transformation with a holistic approach. He will help you find the balance you have been craving for so long. This means you'll be able to eat food that is equally as good for you as it is tasting. Like, isn't that amazing? Don't we all want to enjoy our food? He will educate you on a diet that will increase your energy, gut health, immune system, and much more together. You and gutter mate can set a new standard of living, make this commitment to yourself now and get gunner made. So welcome to the show, Q and Gunner. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you just made us sound really cool. Well, you guys are cool. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so a little background. I've been following Gunner and Q on Instagram for several months now. And I'm just like intrigued by the business. Um, you guys both have, you know, substantial following on Instagram. Your workouts always look so intense and which is cool. So they're your boyfriend and girlfriend, and you guys are running this business together, which I think is that's being in a relationship is hard in itself. And then you add business to it. It, you know, it makes things a little, um, more complicated. So we'll get into all of that, but this is, um, Gunner's first podcast. I'm excited. Yeah. See how this goes. Yeah. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the show. So I wanted to take a personal training session with Gunner before I um, interviewed him. So I did. It was a couple of weeks ago. And I just want to explain to the listeners what it was like. Okay. So I work out six days a week. I'm a fitness instructor, teach, you know, four days a week. And then two other days I do my own workout, hit training, heavy lifting, things of that nature. I knew like I had an idea based on, you know, his Instagram posts and stuff, what I was getting into. Um, I'm like, I know it's going to be intense. I was a little nervous. Um, and so what he had me do, so it was a total body workout that day. And first of all, it's hard to get an appointment with him. And luckily there was a cancellation and it was a partner workout. And the girl that I trained with, the woman I trained with was Michelle, super nice mother of two kids herself. Um, it was an hour workout and you started us on, what was that? Like, what was that machine called? It's just, a, it's a techno gym, techno gym machine. And it's just a treadmill, but it's got sled pushes and parachutes yeah, built into it. Um, and that dead. pretty much messes up anybody within the first three minutes. Yeah. I think there's a, like a method to your madness, obviously. Like that was the shit you put us on. Like first I'm like, Oh my God. He's like, Oh, it's just the warm up. I'm like, mm, great. Great. Um, and then, you know, like 
honestly too, I felt like I had something to prove because I am a fitness instructor. I'm like, no, you know, I'm in shape, you know? (laughs) And then like, you put me on that. I'm like, Oh, this is so intense. But then in between that, so you had us do these intervals or these, like, um, the sprints and you're using your body weight against like this, like, um, so it's basically propelled. propelled, right. Okay. And it's like this traction, this track that you're trying to move with your feet and you're running and you get out of breath very quickly. And you have this like belt around you too, to kind of like hold you in place. And like, it's, you feel like you're a hamster on a wheel. I feel like (laughs) that's what you guys look like too. (laughs) Totally. So, and then in between that, you had us do, um, squats. What are those called? Sissy squats, not sissy squats. Yeah, just squats with a hex bar. Hex bar. That's what it is. I always forget the name of that. So we had to do that. Um, Then we did like walking lunges and then back on that terrible machine, um, did some intervals there. And then we had to do go outside and do these walking lunges. And we came inside and do did these um, upper body exercises like um, a bicep curl to an overhead press and then plank rows and I don't know which was worse that machine or when you did the, um, the body weight thing where you had to like clam out your legs and you're working your glutes. That was death. Yeah. The manual resistance. That's everybody's least favorite. And they say it's like a childbirth. I, okay. I've had two boys and, um, I was like that that's up there. That is totally <laughs> up there. And I was sore for a solid four days afterwards. Um, yeah, that's typical. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was crazy. So let's go into, so you're, you're pretty young, you're in your early twenties and you have this successful business and large following. So let's unpack this. What has your personal fitness journey been like? So I got into fitness when I was 16 years old. I was a little butterball back in the day. I was actually a fat kid. Um, I played football, was never very good before 16. And then it was my 16th birthday right then. My mom and my three half brothers, they got me a personal trainer for uh, eight sessions. And then from there, it was like going into the summer of my sophomore year. I got like super obsessed with it and like lost all this weight in three months over summer. And then uh, it was like going into fall of my sophomore year. And then I got like really good at football. And then it just like one thing led to the next. It's like, just progressively built to where I was like training every day and was like eventually became captain of the football team. And then it goes forward to the Citadel, went to the Citadel and uh, was in the military, had like a scholarship and everything there. And then I was so competitive at the Citadel in every aspect, like every other person there, it just, everybody's super competitive. And there was a fitness test for the military you have to take. And I scored number one out of like a regiment, which is quite a few people. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, I had all these kids at the Citadel ask me what I did. So everything I did, I just p- pretty much put in a little PDF. It was quite funny. I look back at it. I still have it. It just kind of copy paste everything I did. It was like nothing was really my own. It was just things I followed. And I was just very disciplined. Mm-hmm. And before I knew it, I was like training like or like coaching like 60 people at the Citadel. Like everybody in all my classes, I was coaching at least one or two people. So I always had help with my homework. Like everything that I did, it was like, I had somebody in that class and then it led to me training a colonel's wife. And with that, I got all these special treatments and 
from there came into a couple downtown moms. And then one of my clients, um, her name's Madison LaCroix. She introduced me to like a wide range of people. So it was like my junior year at the Citadel. I was like literally sitting at my desk doing my schoolwork, but also like coaching people and making pretty good money. So I had to make a choice because the Citadel, you can't really have a job or anything. So mm. I decided to take six months off and I set like a goal until my birthday. And uh, if I hit that goal, I was going to stay out of school and pursue like the fitness full time. And up hitting that goal, like the day after my birthday, um, and just kind of went with it, never looked back. And it just keeps growing and evolving every year. That's so cool. So how overweight would you say that you were? I mean, I wasn't over. I was just a butterball. I was just, you know, no like thick. just thick. I was just like chubby cheeks, like self-conscious, just typical. Yeah. Ate a lot of frozen pizzas and hot pockets and, <laughs> you know, like live my best life and play some video games. Yeah. So where do you think that drive came and discipline came when you were like, okay, you know, enough is enough. And then you have this personal trainer, but there are plenty of people with, you know, personal trainers that just the trainer cares more about their, you know, fitness and health than, you know, the, um, the person. So where do you think that stems from? I mean, my trainer definitely had a huge impact because like it wasn't even so like after the eight training sessions, like we worked out together. Like I asked a ton of questions. He did like a ton of extra stuff like that. He never charged me for. And it's just like just self-discipline, honestly. I mean, it was all, I mean, self-motivation, but it was just more so like seeing the results and just the outcomes from the results. And like a huge thing was like more so the football, like the team, like I went literally from being like, nobody in school to like bully to like captain of the football team. And like, I was, I was up there. So, um, and then at the Citadel, it was just, everybody kind of gets leveled out their first year to a nobody, a knob. So it was nice to have that done. It was a nice humble beginning to like college because in like high school, I'd say as I got super in shape and captain of the football team, I got like a little cocky, like Mm -hmm. anybody would just all goes your head too fast, not being used to it. Mm-hmm. And then Citadel leveled me out and that happens tons in life. But, um, I mean, yeah, I love that. So, um, what were you going to do in the military? You said you were part of the military for some time. Yeah. So I had a full ride with the army um, okay. scholarship and I never got to choose exactly what I was going to do. I just had a regular, um, officer scholarship, but I went to school at the Citadel for mechanical engineering with the hopes of creating my own like workout equipment. I just loved, I always loved fitness. Like ever since like high school was such a big part of like building confidence and like getting me where I'm at today. Um, and like I said, the training just kind of took off and it was never planned. Like I always, people always tease me. I'd be a trainer and I just would always like laugh at that idea. I was like, no, not a chance. Yeah. So I was like, I want to do more. And, um, right. then like, it's just my gift, I guess. I don't know. Um, it just literally blew up before a blink of an eye and I was just in class and I was, like I said, I was just doing so much work for like my training business, not even schoolwork. I was like, this is pointless. I'm like not paying attention and this is a great education. I can get the Citadel, but right. I was just so in love with fitness and training everybody and watching them achieve their goals and just yeah. how much, how simple it was for me to like make it work for people or how effective what I was doing was. 
it was like an organic way to start to, you know, it's, you know, you just kind of went with your gut and then it grew from there. It sounds like. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, and it just, it, it blew up. It's, it's always been exponential too, cause I'm so young and it was, it's still even to this day, like it's, it's crazy to watch where it's going and it just, it's very organic. It's not, yeah. was never how, planned to be this big or anything. How old are you again? Only 23 and I just turned that. So yeah. Yeah. Still very young. It's amazing. So what do you think it was about? So the Citadel, the football team had, I'm sure they had their own type of workouts. What made your like workout routines um, different from that where people were able to see results maybe quicker or they wanted to do what you were teaching rather than, I don't know if there was a program offered or not. Um, I think there's a couple of things. And this is just overall, like people just trying to overcomplicate things. I think sometimes back to the basics is best. So people can understand, especially when you're starting a fitness journey. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing that's missed is more so like the mental toughness and grit. Like most people don't know how to, they might know everything about training, but they don't know how to push somebody to the limit safely or like how to really pull something out of somebody. And I feel like accountability and being able to like really go into somebody's mental toughness. That's what I would like really keyed in on. Yeah, for sure. And I noticed that when we, um, were training is you're like, okay, you know, just a little bit longer, keep going. And then you would also say like, that trainer side, like, Hey, if, if you quit, we're going to add more to that. Has that ever been like uncomfortable to like step into, or have you had clients that were like, there was so much pushback from, from that style of coaching? Um, so as I evolved my brand, I had a lot of clients, like I had to figure out. So I like, yes, I had a lot of bumps in the road, but as I've evolved my brand, I've kind of targeted in on the clients that like that training. And that's what the clients I stick to, like, that's what I like doing. That's what I love doing. I don't like people that won't give the 110%. Um, and now I'm fortunate enough to where I can hopefully have all those types of clients. Whereas yeah. before when I was starting, I was still figuring out the types of styles I like, the types of clients I was targeting, but now I've got a lot more figured out. So yeah, all my clients are get, getting pushed like that. Every single one of them. And, and they roll the their same. eyes you know, like, and they, (laughs) they hate you. Well, they lay on the ground every, there's not one of my clients that haven't laid on the ground and tell me to stop. And you've said like, you've had people cry. You've had people throw up. I had a person throw up two days ago and typically this week, nobody's cried, but there's still tomorrow, Friday. So there's still time for that. But, um, (laughs) do you feel bad or you pass that? I'm past that. I love it. (laughs) I'm like, I try, I just try and pull up the phone fast enough. And, uh, hopefully catch it for, for everybody to see. And people think you're mean. If, yeah. People think I'm so mean, but I mean, I hardly yell. It's just more mental games. I just, yeah. I know how to really get into somebody's head and just push them to where they need to be pushed. And I think that too, is maybe that's like your nature, you know, going into the military, that is the complete like mindset is like, how far can we push somebody? Because you're going to need to be pushed especially if you're going to be presented with these situations where you have no other choice and you have to be mentally strong. I agree with that hundred percent. I would say like the trainer I had back growing up was more fun and that's how, where I get like the fun side of my training. And then the Citadel was more of like the hardcore boot camp. Like you're going to do it kind of like training atmosphere that I get. Um, yeah. So I'm big on it all. Like I, every, I'm big on mentors. I have a ton and I see, 
a mentor weekly or monthly and try and go to as many as I can. And I think it's all great. Any type of fitness, I, there's always something to learn. So there's nothing that's out of my toolbox that I wouldn't use. Love that. Can you explain to the listener what your style of training is like? So I would say for like somebody coming in, like a typical workout would be the first 15 minutes is typically like high intensity training typically has to do with these self propelling, pushing sleds where you're either like doing a parachute, a sled push, a sprint. One of my favorites is just a 10% uphill run. And it's a lot of just spiking the heart rate very, very high for the first 15 minutes, getting you warmed up is little I like to call it. Um, mental mind game mm-hmm. and that way for the next 45 minutes of my workout their heart rates are elevated throughout the whole workout that way hopefully they can't talk or socialize too much and that way they're burning the most calories they can and getting the most effective workout they can because um, a lot of times people if like if you don't spark spike your heart rate high enough in the first couple of minutes it just it doesn't really go too high towards the end unless you're really doing hit towards the end so i'd like to reverse it hit at the beginning that way it's elevated the whole rest of the workout and sometimes if my clients drink or don't eat before their workouts or don't sleep, it really hurts them because after the first 15 minutes, they're donezo and they're yeah. on their, on the ground. So that's why that happens a lot, I would say. Yeah. Um, and then as far as like weight training goes, um, I've gotten more away from like heavy compound lifts to more just high repetitions. Um, a lot of manual resistance where like I push down on my clients and I kind of judge the tempo and I judge kind of where they're at and how long we should do it and just making sure they give their full effort because I can either push harder or give up less resistance. So just whatever they're willing to push. Um, and just more longevity type stuff. Like I really do very little plyometrics, high impact. Um, I love machines and just a lot of isolation type movements, mm. more so longevity. Like in, I preach to my clients two to three times of very high intensity workouts, like similar to the ones I would perform with my clients mm-hmm. is all they need. And just more yoga, more resting, more nutrition, less is more like, that's the big thing I'm starting to learn from a lot of my mentors from really? like a longevity standpoint. Yeah. Less is more as far as like, okay. So you, like you said, three days a week training, like the style that you're offering and then in between rest yoga. So more rest than training. For people that can push themselves to like complete failure. And that's something I do with my workouts. A lot of my clients can push themselves to complete failure with me, but like for myself, like I can't push myself to complete failure a lot of times unless I have a training partner. Cause it's just, mm-hmm. it's very hard to go to that place without somebody keeping you accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, very few people I would say can go to complete failure by themselves. Yeah. Um, and when you go to complete failure, it takes a lot longer to recover. Like, when you trained, you were sore for four days. So if you mm-hmm. trained six times that week, you'd probably end up hurting yourself or I'd probably right. end up hurting you if you trained with me six times a week, just because you would be so tight and sore. You'd probably tweak something on a warm up. Right. Um, and I've seen a lot of people, like a lot of mentors and with the style of manual resistance of how it breaks down the body and all the muscle fibers and how long it takes, like from the cellular level to recover, it's like two to three days is more than plenty if you go to that intensity. And most of the time I go to that intensity with most of my clients. Yeah. Some days it's more of a mental, emotional support day. Yeah. And a lot of it, it is emotional, mental. I've had, um, you have that endorphin release, that hormone release where, because in my spin classes, 
especially just like turning down the lights and really cueing like emotional feeling, you know, and there have been women that have cried because they've had, had that breakthrough and yeah, it is, it's easy to get emotional, especially too, depending on what state of mine, um, these people are coming in. I know new moms after having kids or just being very insecure in their bodies. Like they get embarrassed. They feel like they need to be at a certain point faster. Um, you know, they think people are judging them when really it's not, it's not that case. It's like, they think all these things, but it's not necessarily what's going on. You guys, I wanted to interrupt this episode because tickets are officially on sale for the Become Your Vision Women's Conference on September 26th in Mount Pleasant in South Carolina at the Ion Meeting House, also known as the Ion Chapel. I will be speaking. I'll have a guest speaker. There could be giveaways, music, treats, workshops. The energy is high and you will be surrounded by like-minded women who want to better themselves. So when you leave my event, you're going to feel empowered to challenge your thoughts and your critical inner voice. You're going to know that you're not alone in the struggles that you face. You're going to experience breakthroughs through the workshops that I create. And you're going to feel so connected to yourself and the other women in that room because we are all so much alike in terms of the hardships we have faced and the struggles that we deal with every single day. It's our critical inner voice and it could be so mean sometimes. So like I said, I will be speaking. I'm going to share my story with you. We all have a story, so I'm going to share mine with you. I have a guest speaker. Her name is LB Adams. She's a TEDx speaker. She was the TEDx MC. She's also an author. You are just going to get so much goodness from her talk. And then I'm going to have a special guest and I'm going to keep her a surprise, but she is a remarkable person, super inspiring, super inspiring. Uh, It's just going to be so good to listen to her. Tickets will go fast because people are needing connection again and wanting to experience life and to literally become the person that is their vision. That's the reason I created this podcast and these events. So I'm asking you, why not you? And why not now? So before you talk yourself out of an opportunity that is literally knocking on your door, hear that? Yeah, that's me knocking. I want you to know that even if we've never met, we're friends. There's a reason you're listening to this episode. You need to be there. You do. So come by yourself or bring a friend or send someone you think that may need this. And just want to remind you that there's no need to be scared or nervous because you have friends in that room. You just haven't met them yet. And I want to meet you. I really do. So go to the link in my show notes to purchase your tickets. The event is September 26. You got to jump on this. You guys can't wait to see you there. So, okay. Um, what would you say your culture is like? So overall, I mean, as far as like all my clients go, like every one of my clients knows one another, they all love each other. It's like, just like a big family, I would say. Yeah. Um, as far as the culture goes, like inside the gym, it's like always be on time, try your hardest and like never give up. And I just go more into depth with each of those, like there's consequences for being late. Like if you give up, we just have more until Mm -hmm. 
you're like white in the face and I tell you to go to timeout and I give these things called nectars, just a little like um, hydration um, powder. And then once they got color back in their face, we're rocking and rolling. So yeah. I believe I gave you a nectar, right? You did give me it. You were like, are you, gonna, are you gonna throw up? And I'm like, <laughs> you're egging me on, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, I'm pushing past it. And then a cold towel, that would felt so good. I would have taken that, you know, regardless if I wasn't feeling well or not. Um, so how you, you work with your own personal trainer? Um, I see a couple mentors, um, and it's more so for knowledge rather than my own workouts. Um, so yeah. What kind of workouts do you do on your own? Um, I do this every, like the same way I train my clients, I train myself. Mm. Except I break it up into two separate workouts a day. So like I break up my hit separately. So like I'll do all types of cardio and high heart rate stuff for 45 minutes a day. And then I'll do 45 minutes of weights at a high intensity, but I, I like to break it up. Um, and I work out about an hour and a half a day, but same type of concept, just more <laughs> so less legs, more upper body. Cause I'm a male and I don't really care too much about my buns compared to my female clients. So that gets targeted <laughs> a little less. Um, yeah, the, what are, what are those muscles called? They're like, um, ego muscles, like biceps, things like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so you basically you do two a days then. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So how do you have a hard time like fitting it in or ju you're just like do it first thing in the morning? Cause don't you start taking your first client at like 5am or something? Yeah. So I typically, um, I train five to one every day, so I don't get to work out before and I'm not a morning person. I can't work out early mornings. And if I do, it's never a good workout. The way I've always trained is like, I train best around like one to three for my mm -hmm. first workout. And then my second workouts directly after dinner, about 30 minutes after. So probably seven, eight, um, sometimes nine. And then I go right to bed after. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> his yeah. girlfriend Q is like shaking her head. So I want to kind of, I want to get into too, like how, how did you guys meet? Yeah. So I'll answer that. Um, we met, I used to work for oblique magazine and, um, it's an amazing fitness based magazine in Charleston. And, um, when I joined it, I, um, had a bunch of roles with it, but one of them was creating an ambassador program. And I reached out to different people in the fitness industry in Charleston who had a strong following locally um, and on social media um, just to help boost our clients' awareness. So we would go, for example, to like Cycle Bar or we would go to a yoga studio or really anywhere we bring them and they would post about it. And it, I'm all about brand awareness. That's what, I, what my business is. So Gunner, um, we brought him on and I think what you were like 19 at the time, like 20. 20. Yeah, I was like 19 or 20. And I just thought he was like a little douchebag. I really just thought he was like this little loud, obnoxious kid who just wanted to be like some had some clout on social media. And I actually told the publisher, I was like, absolutely not. We are not bringing him on. Like he he doesn't have a good rep and I'm, we're not doing it. And then Gunnar actually reached out to us and he was like, hey, can I be an ambassador? So we scheduled a meeting and we met with him and I was actually blown away by just his presence and his confidence and like how mature he was. And I was like, all right, we'll give it a try. We'll give it a try. 
And everywhere we took Gunner, he brought so much personality to every single client. And he showed, he showed up all the time. He cared so much about the magazine. Um, and he just put a lot of effort into everything. So we were hosting events a lot together. He was in our fashion shows. He would always come to our pop-ups. Um, he would be in our fashion spreads for our magazine. Mm. So we started working together a lot. Um, and then we started hanging out outside of work strictly as friends. Cause I was, I'm a little bit older than Gunner. What's the age <laughs> and a little bit, Eight years. So I'm 30. Okay. And, um, I was, I was, um, very resistant to it for the first few months and Gunner's persistent. It's kind of short. His, yep, he, yeah, short. he was short or he is short. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we actually, we hung out for a couple months and just kept hanging out, hanging out. And I actually had a friend say, what are you doing girl? Like, why don't you just like go for it? So we, I was like, you know what, why not? And we ended up having a talk about it and we started dating and then Dating went great. We were having a lot of fun. COVID hit mm. and the magazine as, as the world stopped um, and I didn't have a job at the time. So uh, Gunner was like, why don't you work for me? And that's kind of how it unfolded into me pretty much running the whole back end of his business. So that's so cool. So yeah. how long have you guys been together? Um, we two and a half years. Yeah. Two and a half years. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Oblique is a great magazine. So I've been doing interviews for, for them. John is an awesome person. Um, Amazing. He's taught re- me so much in life. He really has. He's a great guy. Really down to earth. Knows all these like amazing people. He's so rooted in um, the community and he's always looking for people to better themselves and thrive and, you know, just looking for different ways to help people, which, um, so shout out to John from Oblique Magazine. Shout out to John. Love that guy. Love yeah. that guy. One of a kind. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So what is it like you guys, first of all, I like to follow Q on Instagram because every time <laughs> she gives Gunner shit for something that he does, I just, it's funny. It's hilarious. I think that's probably one of the reasons, like I follow you, like what happened today, you know? Um, <laughs> but like, what is it like? So you live together, correct? Mm-hmm. So you live together, you work together. Do you guys work out together? Absolutely Shoot. not. Okay. <laughs> dumped last time we worked out together because it was last summer is the last time we worked out together and we were outside and I made her hold weight overhead and we did locking lunges for like 30 minutes outside and it was the middle of the day and I think it was like 90 degrees oh my god and she just dropped the weight and went back and left <laughs> and I finished but yeah I was single for a day <laughs> like you you jerk I think was with my husband nice so he was into fitness before I was and there were some times where he was like before I was a trainer and things like that he would like correct my form and I'm like uh, and I wasn't confident in the gym either. So then if he did that, I felt like it was a personal attack. So I can totally like relate back to our situation. We're not like we've come, you know, some t- uh, way with that, but, um, but your style of working out is different. You teach yoga, correct? Yeah, I teach yoga. Um, I, I do everything. I'm all about okay. exercise specificity. I love doing different things, but yoga has been the one thing that my body just always loves, always, yeah. always loves. Um, but that's something um, I teach. I actually, my first certification was kettlebell 
teaching oh, wow. kettlebell certification. It was horrible. I was like, I'm never going to teach this. <laughs> but um, my family's very into fitness. They own a group fitness studio up north. And my aunt has been a huge mentor in my life. And I, um, my first certification I actually used was spinning, cycling. Um, and then I ended up getting my RYT. And then I got really into fitness fusion. I love group fitness and, you know, blending yoga with sculpting. And, you know, I got certified in bar and did a bunch of things. Um, but as you know, like, the fitness industry and teaching group fitness can be burning like a burnout job. I did the whole teach 20 classes a week and, you know, do, you know, and it just got to the point where I just, you know, wasn't loving it anymore. So I teach yoga about three or four times a week. Now I'll have pop-up events every now and then. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like my, my little getaway. Cause um, like you said, working with each other, living with each other and, you know, doing that, it's, it's not easy. It's probably one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life, but also one of the best things I've ever done in my life. Um, I think the most important thing when you run a business together is going to turn into a therapy session. But when you run a business together with your significant other is to figure out your lanes and establish those lanes. And it's, it, the first year it's hard because we're figuring it out and like Mm -hmm. what works and what doesn't work. And Gunnar has a very, very strong personality and I have a very strong personality. So, um, it's, it's taken a lot, you know, it's yeah. taken a lot and it's put a toll on us, but like at the end of the day, we're best friends. Like that's the most important thing. We are best friends and we've gone through some tough times, but it's worth, it's worth all of it at the end of the day. We love it. And it's, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. Because too, so prior to Q coming in, so you were running the business by yourself. Did you feel like if she had different ideas and stuff that you were losing like control or were you like afraid of like changes? No, but most of the changes were, were great. Honestly, I don't think the business could be where it's at today without her. Um, truly. But it was more so just like, I kind of, I'm like setting my ways on certain things and she's setting her ways on certain things. We just butt heads. And then just whenever we would talk about business, it'd be like, I'm being too much of like a boss rather than a boyfriend or like mm-hmm. vice versa. And it was just hard to distinguish the two, like when to cut off and turn on, like we'd be sitting in bed watching TV and I would get a text from a client. And I'd be like, I'm very illiterate with texts and just in general. So I'd be like, Hey, can you, <laughs> can you text this for me? And she'd get all mad. And I'd be like, no, like seriously, I got to respond. And uh, yeah. just stuff like that. Just, it was just all over the place. So do you guys have systems set in place now? Like, Hey, I, we stopped talking about business at a certain time and we're more, you know, whatever. We have to check ourselves a lot. We actually just had this conversation like two days ago in the car. I was like, bro, we're getting back into it. We're getting back into it. Work is number one. So right. what we try to do is I work all day long, um, on, whether it's a, a marketing campaign that we're running or an event or a collaboration or client management or online portals or meal prep company. Like I'm doing that all day while he's at work, mm. he works out, he comes home and we'll, we, we have learned not to work in the apartment. We live mm. in an apartment right now. We go and we work somewhere else in a public setting. So just in case we start yelling at each other, <laughs> we're like, well, can't do this in public. <laughs> yeah. um, but there are times we come home and we just can't turn off and Mm. it's definitely, we're aware of it, but Mm. we just, we just have to sometimes check ourselves and be like, okay, it's done. Like no more work until tomorrow. Um, but yeah, it's a learning process. Right. We haven't figured it out yet, but (laughs) I think that's great too, that you're completely transparent because 
you know, if there are listeners that want to get into business with their significant other, there is so much gray area. I think about that a lot. My, my husband helps me out on the podcast and, you know, it's not a day-to-day thing, but, um, yeah, like in the beginning, I'm like, I want things like now or, and he, you know, works a full-time job. He's actually a mechanical engineer. Um, but he has other things. He has his own YouTube channel and things like that. And I'm like, okay, but we got to get this in, you know, and then, you mm-hmm. know, we have, we have kids as well. So there's that aspect, but oh. yeah. So, um, no, but I think that is, that is totally relatable. I wanted to ask too, like, as far as like too, because you guys are front and center in the business. So Gunner's like the face of it, but you're like everything behind the business. Um, yes. How do you guys, so you go on trips a lot. Um, where did you, you guys just went somewhere recently, right? We just went and did Cape Moon's retreat in Tulum, Mexico. How was that? It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. If you could go to Tulum, go to Tulum. If you could do a retreat with Cape Moon, do a retreat with Cape Moon. It's life-changing. It really is. It was like mind, body, soul, spiritual. Everything. It, yeah. it was everything. It wasn't anything woo-woo or like too out of the your comfort zone. You just go there and you just wake up. You wake yeah. up internally and you come back feeling brand new. You really do. Oh. She's, she's magical. She's a magical human being. I love, does she do these every year? She is going to start doing a lot more of them. Um, So she has done them for, I think, like the last year or two. Um, But she is definitely going to be doing a lot more of them. So highly, highly, if you want to do a yoga retreat, Kate Kate Moon's your girl. What if you're like a novice to yoga? Still, Uh, still, (laughs) you would love it. Still, I mean, there, Gunner went and there was one other guy that went. He was a 17-year-old kid and he just got into yoga. And I think he came back a brand new person too. Like it was, it was amazing. It's not all about yoga. You do yoga once a day in the morning and then Mm -hmm. it's more so it's all, it's a lot of mental work, a lot of, you know, tons of free time to do whatever you want to explore, but you're just surrounded with a lot of beautiful people who are going, it just teaches you. Everyone has a story. It's really humbling and really eye opening and brings you back down to earth, creates a lot of connection. Um, Mm -hmm kind of just makes you realize what you got to change when you go home. Yeah. I love that. That sounds so, so like what I love to do and listeners, obviously, if they're listening to this, this is, you know, self-growth podcast for sure. Uh, So how would you guys set a system in place when you're like, I'm going on vacation, you have these clients. Is it hard for you to like step away because it becomes your business kind of becomes like ingrained part of your DNA. And it's like, separation how do you guys work that yeah so um basically we worked our asses off for about a year and a half a little over a year and a half we didn't take one day off one day off we worked so much and our clients like Gunnar said we are truly a our clients are family they are so important to us they don't just come in and train and leave like we're involved with them in a lot of different ways and um, when we say we want to go on a vacation, they're like, go, they're mm-hmm. like, get out of here, go. Um, but we- what they actually did, they actually ended up getting Q and I a couple's massage, um, a very expensive couple's massage and almost all my clients just put like 20 bucks in. Wow. And they this, just know how hard we work. This was like they the know. start of us realizing we needed to do more stuff for us. Right. And, uh, and then recently we just started traveling. My grandfather passed long story short. So 
mm-hmm. we kind of like more so me like realized life's too short just to be working the whole time. So right. we go on a lot more vacations or like I go away to like gyms or mentors and just travel and or we take a time some time in Asheville and go to the mountains. But it's quite funny. My clients actually love me going out of town for a week. They don't <laughs> mind not being sore. They yeah. uh, don't mind not bringing nutrition journals in. They're okay with you know, drinking some wine and eating a piece of meat and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. Um, and I actually, again, too, I, I love going out of town probably bi-monthly because it allows my clients to recover because mm-hmm. hopefully they're not working out to that intensely when I'm gone. So therefore, again, like just less chance of injury. Right. And, uh, it's good. It really is good to take time off, especially when it's you work out for, very hard. Yeah. Everyone, they, you miss it again and they miss you and it's, it's good for your soul. You come back stronger and more, you know, mentally capable. I feel like to like up level, you know, your, your mind and your body definitely need to rest and also experience new things. We get caught up in like the day to day and routine and doing the same thing over and over. It's like our brains need to switch, you know? I agree. And then, uh, typically every time we go away on vacation, I learn something new or read something new. So right. The- the day I come back, they're all just in shock again. Like it's their first day training and they're typically very sore that first week back for a couple of days. Yeah, I bet. So, okay. You're plant-based. Can you describe the process of like, were you, was Gunner made always plant-based or is that a newer thing? What can you explain to like your journey on being plant-based? Yeah. So I've been plant-based for almost two, roughly two years. So in August I will be, um, officially like two years of very little to no meat in my uh, life. Um, no dairy. Yeah, no dairy, no eggs, no meat. Um, I still fish. So usually in the summers, I'll have some fish only if I catch it. Um, I don't really hunt anymore. I used to hunt and I still ate some meat probably last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, like, I refuse to buy it out. Um, and less like we're we were in Tulum, Mexico, and there was one place and it was strictly like local fresh seafood. So I wasn't going to starve myself because that's not healthy. So I ate fish. It was fine. My stomach's just not used to it. I would say my gut microbiome's changed a little bit. So it's just more sensitive mm-hmm. um, just from taking it out of my diet. And it all started, long story short, I had some issues. Um, I still have, I had narcolepsy. I still mm-hmm. kind of have that on the small scale. And then I had like high blood pressure. And then I had, um, LHV and my, so it's my LVH. I had my left ventricle and my heart had hypertrophy. Mm-hmm. And basically whenever my heart rate got too high and I had high blood pressure and this, it was all correlated back to like, it's called like athlete's heart and, mm-hmm. uh, overtraining. And I used to eat a ton of meat, like seven times a day. Like when I first got into my fitness journey, it was more so sports. And then it turned into more bodybuilding at the Citadel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think I was, yeah, protein. So like I used to eat like over 300 grams of protein a day, seven days a week. And oh. I did this probably for close to a year and I would like no sleep, Citadel, military workouts, and plus bodybuilding workouts. And I looked great. Probably was some of like the, like the leanest I've ever been, but internally I was always tired. I had narcolepsy, fall asleep in all my classes, um, right. everything. I even sometimes driving and Oh I got God. a couple of car accidents from the narcolepsy. And then at that point, cause none of the doctors and I did like sleep studies at MUSC. It was just medication. It was basically like, I wake up, I take this morning Adderall mm-hmm. um, before bed. I take this blood pressure medicine and it was just prolonging. It wasn't fixing it and I didn't feel good. So I actually took 
probably three months of off of any lifting. I did strictly yoga, um, not intense yoga. And I like was just Googling stuff. I love this is online and started doing some research. And it was like about this plant-based like diet. And I'm like pretty hardcore when I make a change. So I, I stopped everything like one day. It was like, I think it was like August 13th, like two years ago. And I stopped and I was like, I'm going to try it for six weeks. And all I did was eat fruits and vegetables. And it was so bad. It was so bad. I think I ate so many frozen bananas. Oh I had an obsession with frozen bananas and just fruit in general. Um, I got it like got not fluffy, but just definitely lost some muscle a good amount. Cause I wasn't working out. I was just doing yoga. And, but after about three months, my, after six weeks, my blood pressure was completely normal. Wow. And then after about three months, I had no heart issues. Like I can do whatever I want now. I absolutely have not one heart issue, no matter how high or how long I train. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the narcolepsy, I would say, is about 75% better. I still overdo it in just everything still. And I know that I'm working on it. It's balance. Um, so like I'll occasionally have it. Like sometimes I'll come home from work at like one o'clock. She will be talking to me. I'll sit at the desk and I will just fall asleep as she's talking to me. Oh my um, gosh. Do you it's more so- or do you know? <laughs> it, it infuriates me. <laughs> like you asshole. <laughs> I'm like, that is not your narcolepsy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been about, like, all my health issues are like night and day better. And then the biggest thing now, it took me, uh, I probably not until six months ago, maybe even about six months ago, like it took me that long to figure out how to actually do a plant-based diet because it's, it's very, very different than from a traditional diet. And there's just so much fiber and plant-based food. So you get filled up so much faster. So you typically under eat. And when you under eat, it's just mm. not good for lifting weights and all these other things. Um, but now that I'm finally used to it in a routine, um, I've never felt better and I don't ever plan on going back. When you initially started um, going plant-based, do you think there was a lack of variety in your diet? Um, yes and no. But like when I say like when I was eating like seven meals a day, like I always ate organic. Um, I used to eat like a ton of sweet potatoes, a ton of chicken, a ton of salmon. Um, like nothing was bad in my diet. Like from what somebody would say is good, like organic eggs, never ate cheese, like everything was extremely what the average person would say is healthy foods, but I was just eating in larger quantities. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could say to answer the question, like when he went plant-based, we both had no idea what he, he was doing. I was like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. Like, absolutely not. That's you're a weirdo, blah, blah, blah. Like I was so resistant to it. It caused a lot of issues with that. Like I'm a, I used, I used to host events all the time when I was at the bleak, I would host events all the time. And, um, I, I had events that I would, I would host downtown with different restaurants and clubs and he couldn't eat anything. He, he wow. wasn't going to drink anything. So it, being socially vegan is actually like a real thing. It's hard. It's really hard. Like when we, like we can't go out to eat anywhere because he can't eat certain things. And in the beginning, he just didn't know what he was doing. So mm-hmm. when, the, when, no, there was no variety. It was Gunnar would eat 80 bananas a day and he would mm-hmm. eat a big bowl of broccoli mashed with avocado <laughs> and he would eat massive amounts of sweet potatoes. And I was like, I was like, what the hell? Like, this is, this isn't fun. This isn't what I want to be doing. Right. So we started researching it, watching documentaries, hiring mentors, reading books. Like we connected with a lot of plant-based people in the community and 
really immersed ourselves into it and educated ourselves on it because there, there's, there's health reasons, there's ethical reasons, and everybody has their own perception and opinion on everything. This is just ours. So right. we're not gunners. Gunner likes to joke around and he'll say, well, I'm going to get the coronavirus because I'm, I'm plant-based or like, you know, he, he makes jokes, but like, we don't force right. anything on anybody. That's just what has worked for us. And I even, I could say right now, I'm about 80% plant-based. I'm not a hundred percent all the way, but it did take time. And now we know how to cook and like make awesome meals. And we have awesome resources and we have tons of variety and tons of flavor. And we're not just eating bananas every day. Right. Um, Gunner know, now knows how to go out and order something he would go out literally before and just order water with a lemon everywhere we went. I would eat by myself and I would get mad at him. Yeah. And you, you know, and it was, it was hard in the beginning, but no, it just, I think to answer your question, no, it wasn't diverse in the beginning. It was horrible in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And it just took a lot of research and a lot of willpower, a lot of patience on my end for us to figure out how to do it. And we have a system like no, no other right now. Like we own a meal prep, a plant-based meal prep company. So we, we, we know a lot about this industry and like the foods and stuff. And we have so much to learn, so much to right. learn, but we definitely have come a long way, long, yeah. long way. First of all, I want to give you props too for self-educating yourselves, because mm-hmm. I think a lot of pe- people, they start something and they're like, well, I don't know what to do. Well, how else are you going to learn? Google, like, is it a tremendous resource that people are just afraid to use it? Like, if I'm going plant-based, how do I start, you know, and going down those avenues, listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, documentaries, reading books. There's, if you want to know something, there is an answer on, on Google. And, um, so I think that's truly amazing. Now, do you, is this what you preach to your clients or do you have a lot of clients that aren't plant-based? Oh yeah. Um, I would say like 25% of my clients are actually like pretty plant-based, like they don't really steer away from it unless like it's the only option and they're not going to start themselves. So that's not healthy. Um, the other 75% are a lot more plant-based, but they still, I would say eat meat once, twice a day, but it's not every meal. And it's not like, they're like, they focus more on the fruits and vegetables now than they do the, like the protein and meats. Gotcha. Um, they're definitely, well, again, it's all, we've educated them on things. Like we've, we've said, Hey, watch this documentary, listen to this podcast, try this recipe, Mm -hmm. go try going plant-based for six weeks, just see how you feel. Like we, we, we challenge them, but like, we don't ever force it on them, but we definitely would say, yeah, 25% of our clients might be pretty plant-based, but I would say about a hundred percent of our clients have tried to implement more of a plant-based lifestyle into their routine, whether they are eating more fruits and vegetables, whether they're finding out where their food is sourced from, um, you know, and it, it's, uh, like I said, the educational component, like I, I would say they all are way more aware of it because Gunner is very like plant-based. <laughs> yeah. Can you talk about this? Um, you said you have a program for your nutrition. You have a, uh, food. What was that that you mentioned? Yeah. Um, yeah so that's, that's kind of my, one of my big um, responsibilities with Gunner Made is the online portion. So we build online programs. In the past, we've done detoxes. The biggest, the first one we launched together was the 14 day quarantine detox, and it took off. Like you just put quarantine on there, like everyone gained, it's like freshman 15. It's like everyone gained a little weight during quarantine. So that one took off. Um, but right now, our 
we launched a portal and it's account an accountability portal. It's called the gunner made portal and anyone could have access to it for free. Um, so you just go to gunnermadeportal.com, click login, create a profile, and you have access to these accountability tools. And that's the biggest problem with online clients is they don't have access to Gunner personally. Mm-hmm. So we're like, how can we make Gunner there as much as possible? Like what would Gunner do with his clients and how can we make that digital and make sure they're checking in? So we have these six week programs, the two of them that we just created, remade and plant made. And we break them down into six weeks um, and you have to go step by step. And each week you take transformation photos mm. and you log those transformation photos suck to take, but they are so empowering when you could go back and look at yourself and be like, wow, I've come a long way. Um, we have nutrition journals. Gunner's very big on logging your food and he has his clients log their food every day. So you upload your food in there. Um, we have a macros calculator for those who really like to track their macros based off their activity level. Um, we have a live chat, which mm-hmm. myself and um, someone else on our team manages. And we're just constantly there answering, answering questions and guiding through the, the entire process. And um, basically plant made is a six week plant based transformation program. And it's very clean, very healthy. Um, so we have an optional two week detox that you could start to cleanse your system and a huge component to it, which I'm really proud of is the educational part. Um, we partnered with the owner of neon tiger, John, and he wrote an article about farming agriculture and mm-hmm. how crazy and messed up the industry is. Mm-hmm. Um, we partnered with Jackie McKelvey. Um, she's vegan eats Charleston on um, vegan eat CHS on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And she talked about, what how to be socially vegan she is a social butterfly that girl goes out all the time lives her best life but she can go to any restaurant in charleston which is impressive and find she go to hall shop house and make a vegan meal there and she posts about it so she talked about how to be socially vegan um we partnered with a plant-based nutritionist, Lauren Zimmerman, over at Synchronicity. And one of the biggest questions we get asked is, where do I get my protein from? Um, you know, everyone thinks you get your protein from meat, but there's other resources. So, um, and we've had our clients tell their stories about their plant-based journey and how they're not 100% plant-based, but how they've been implementing it into their lives. So it's kind of like a book, you know, you go through and there's all these educational resources, our favorite podcasts, our favorite Instagram profiles and books and movies, and just like all these cool components. So just take it one step further. And then there's the six week plant-based it's, it's meal prep for six weeks and it's recipes and grocery lists and challenges and everything you need. Um, and then remade is just a fitness program. It's a six week fitness program. And we have an online or uh, a home version and we have a gym version. So, mm-hmm. so for those who don't have access to gyms or don't have time to go to gyms, we have a home version with minimal equipment. And then one for, you know, our people that like to get into the gym, there's a full gym access one. I love that, that you have a ton of options. There's something there for everybody. Kind of going back to like that business aspect, because when you launch a program, there are so many intricate parts that maybe a lot of people don't um, think about. And the, the steps, is it, how long would, do you say it's, uh, it takes you guys to come up with a program? Great question. It depends on the, 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 intensity of the program, meaning mm. how, how much are we going to get involved with it? Madison made, I did that in four days. 
I okay. we went to a cabin in King Street and I did not leave that cabin for four days. Gunner gives me all the content yeah. and I I make it um make sense and I make it look pretty. <laughs> um quarantine detox probably it was our first program so it took us a few weeks um you know gunner's gunner's the brains behind everything you know and i definitely learn a lot but he he basically hand writes hand writes everything on he wow. never types anything he hand writes everything you should see our wall it's 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 ridiculous it's sticky yeah. notes and post-its and all whiteboarding and everything so i take his ideas and i i put them make them real and alive um mm-hmm. the portal the online portal we knew we needed to step our online game up because we have such a like a really high online attraction but we're mm-hmm. like we need to offer something bigger and better because just mm-hmm. buying these digital programs isn't enough like we need to take it up a level so we actually outsourced um to uh Mallory um I don't know her Instagram, but she's incredible. She works with organic blondie too. So she works with people in the fitness industry, but she helped us build the portal. Mm. Um, you know, I've done the website I've done, you know, I've done a lot of the digital back end part of it, but there's people that are better than me out there. So we mm. outsourced and said, Hey, we need to make this more interactive. Um, so it took remade took us about two months mm-hmm. of non stop. We didn't stop. Yeah. We, every Gunner went to work. I worked on it all day long. Gunner came home. We worked on it together every single seven days a week. You know, tw- damn near didn't get much sleep at all. But we we um, made the mistake of putting a release date out way oh. too early, and Gunner changed the program halfway through. He literally was like, "Nope, I'm changing the whole thing." So. We had to crank out a lot of work in a small amount of time, but we did it. We did it. And it's been amazing. It's been incredible. We're getting great traction from it. People love it. Um, But yeah, it's it's different for each program. It really is. Because I'm working on things myself and I just wanted to get your perspective too, because I feel like sometimes there are things that you can bust out so quick. And then sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even want to look at this anymore because there's so much Mm -hmm. resistance there. And then there's these things that I guess as stories we tell ourselves that we make it way harder than it has to be, or we don't know how to do something, or we're afraid to invest in somebody that does know how to do it. But as I've learned throughout the years, it's like pay somebody because you're going to make that back tenfold, you know, hundred percent delegation, baby. That's the name of the game for sure. Because then you can, you know, really step into whatever your specialty is, you know? Yeah. Um, Okay. So a couple other things before we wrap this up. So you mentioned earlier, maybe, I don't know if we hit record or not, but Gunnar, you don't, you don't drink. Is there, Q, do you drink? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I feel like, have you guys heard like opposites attract? I feel like you guys are like opposite. I was like that though. When we first started, I drank. Yeah, he drank, he had fun. Um, I could say Gunner um, definitely pushes me to be the best possible version of myself when it comes Mm -hmm. to fitness, when it comes to my health, when it comes to business. Um, He's an extremist. He is Mm -hmm. 1000% an extremist and I am not. Mm -hmm. I am all, I, I need balance in my life. And sometimes I need a couple glasses of wine here and there. I do not drink as much as I used to. That's for Mm -hmm. sure. Because I mean, I eat super clean now. I work out all the time. I'm maybe we'll drink like once a week and it will be like last night we went to the darling and I had one Paloma and I usually I would have like five, but, yeah. um, 
he has definitely, you know, helped balance that part out of my, in my life. But yes, I will know if we go out, we're getting a glass of wine. Gunner will drink his water with his women. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had like, uh, was that a hard decision for you, Gunner? I think of that because you mentioned like being a social vegan. I feel like that's still a taboo when somebody's like, you don't drink. I've gone out when I, when I don't feel like drinking and people are like, are you pregnant? Like they think that something's going on and you're like, you don't have that. They have to worry about that question. Like, are you pregnant? But, um, like, is that uncomfortable for you or you're just like over at, um, honestly, like, I just, I don't care. I'm kind of set my ways and I got these certain goals and until I accomplish certain goals, I'll probably won't drink. And when I think I've made it in my head, I'll calm down a little bit and relax, but I'm just kind of on my own beat right now. Just mm-hmm. going after my goals. And you feel better and yeah, there's bonuses to that, but then, you know, a glass of wine feels just as good sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, when you don't drink for a couple of months and you do it even once, you just, it just completely defeats the purpose you feel so awful. Yeah. And it's a quality of liquor too, kind of going back, back to the meat. It's like, what are they putting in it and all that, you know, you know, um, you train, do you train mostly females? Would you say? 98%. I have four male, four male clients right now. Okay. And what is, there's a lot of emotions that go into that. And I think it's great cue that you're, you know, you guys are different because I feel like maybe the client can relate to you a little bit more because there is more freedom in your, in your diet. Oh, they all like me way better. They all <laughs> love me way better than Gunner, but they love Gunner, but I'm their favorite for sure. <laughs> Yeah. They vent to her and talk all about me and I love it. Oh my God. <laughs> is it hard? Now I'm going to ask like a personal question. Is it hard that he works with so many females or do you not? Absolutely work? not. That's the one thing about my relationship with Gunnar that I could authentically feel hundred percent comfortable. I, I, first of all, I'm not a jealous person. I've never mm-hmm. been a jealous person. I trust Gunnar. If I threw Gunnar into a lion's den of playboy bunnies, I would try, he would sit there and like, just be like, so what are your goals? What do you like? <laughs> he, he, he wouldn't even. I trust him more than anything in this world. And I think that's why his clients love him so much yeah. because he's not like a, a trainer that will hit on him or like makes him feel uncomfortable. Gunner, right. Gunner is all business when they come in. And um, I think, no, never have I once ever felt uncomfortable. No. Yeah, that's great too. And I think mm-hmm. to be in that kind of industry, you have to be confident. I think that would be another thing you would you know, um, barrier that you would add to the list of running a business together is if there was a jealousy aspect. No, not once. I I mean, his, his clients, like they, they're all beautiful women, beautiful Mm -hmm. women, strong, beautiful. And a lot of them are moms. Um, but they, they come in because they need an escape. And that's, that's literally what all of them tell me, like, this is my thing. And it's the mm-hmm. one thing that I have and I love it. And they feel hundred percent comfortable going, going into it. And that's why they, they keep coming back because it's just, it's not comfortable, like physically comfortable, but mentally it's comfortable for them and they love it. Yeah. I can relate to that. Totally. Um, <laughs> where, <laughs> Cause I'm like, what do you guys do? Like moms that stay home 24 seven, like more, I think they have to be, have the patience of a saint. Um, my boys come mm-hmm. to the gym with me six days a week. Well, now they're in school two days a week, but 
they come with me. They know mom's going to work and I'm working out. Daddy goes to work on his lunch break. Like it's ingrained into our routine and things like that. And that's, they like it. It's escape. They see that mom and daddy work out and we're teaching, you know, health without, you know, drilling into their brain. That's just a part of who we are. And hopefully, you know, we're practicing what we're preaching and they'll step into that if they choose to. Um, Cause it's not just about physical, it's about mental as well. But um, where do you guys want Gunner made? to be in five years from now. I, I want to hear from both of you. You want to go first? Or let me go first. Go for it. Um, I don't know how to answer this without like spilling tea. You should say, you go first and then I'll piggyback off that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> we have some things in the pipeline that are happening. We can't really talk about it right now um, because we don't like to run into touchdown or the end zone and like, you know, yeah. celebrate until it's happened. So we, we have some things coming up. Um, we're really excited about, I could say right now, what we can say, my goal is we don't want to be training forever. Um, we don't want Gunner being a personal trainer forever. That's why I'm really trying, you know, hard to launch this online portal. Um, my goal in the next five years is for us to, you know, five years seems like a long time. I would even say just like two, one to two years for our online portal to be our number one business. Um, meal prep, we want it to be right up there with it. We want to have our own space with meal prep and, you know, have it really, really make a movement in Charleston with the plant-based industry and, you know, kind of set a new tone for, you know, what you eat and have that kind of be one of our top priorities, getting that, getting that rolling. Um, as far as personal training goes and all of that, that's all up in the air, but I'll pass it over to Gunnar. <laughs> yes. I mean, I would say just to break it into three simple pillars, I would, for my training and me, like have a brick and mortar. Um, and then I'm huge on mentors and I'm super young. So it'd be more so hiring mentors for whatever my brick and mortar is to teach trainers the things that I've been taught that are like things that are so like there's not in books like you can get a training certification but there's just some things you just can't read and mm. apply correctly mm. um especially when it comes to like personality and a lot of like personal trainers might be super passionate about training but there's the business side and like if you don't have your finances your any of that aligned like you can't go anywhere without the finances and figuring out your numbers and mm -hmm. it's like the legal things, the LLCs, the insurances, the liability, like every little thing, it just, huh. it's missed drastically. And it's like, it's very hard to find that information. So a brick and mortar spot where it's not necessarily myself, but just it teaches trainers and then meal prep. We want a brick and mortar spot as well. Um, would love to see it be in five years where we could ship it out probably more so mm -hmm. just local. So if we have a brick and mortar in South Carolina, it would be able to be delivered strictly only in South Carolina or within a certain radius. Um, and then the one thing that she missed is we do want to start doing retreats more so, so like getaways and partnering, hopefully with like Kate Moon Yoga or somebody like that and just mm -hmm. doing like a whole wellness retreat. Um, and then having our online portal and business so like where we could travel and still run that and kind of pay for vacation kind of thing. So mm -hmm. like the four big things I would say are in the pipeline in the next five years. 
Yeah. I, I see expansion. I think you guys are definitely going places. You've made such an impact. I feel like in a short amount of time, you guys are a great, great team. Um, I, I see it becoming huge and, um, I just think it's super cool. I, I love talking with goal oriented people and you have drive and there's, you know, I feel a connection to that tremendously. So where can, uh, listeners find you guys? Um, I'll answer that. So uh, Gunner Made, Gunner underscore Made on Instagram is our biggest social platform. Um, you could watch all Gunner's clients get tortured on his stories. That's why people love Gunner, why they follow him. Um, the link in our bio on Instagram includes everything. It includes mm-hmm. our meal prep website. It includes our portal and our programs. It includes our collaborations, our merchandise. So everything is, you'll find it on Instagram, Gunner. G-U-N-N-A-R underscore made, M-A-D-E. Awesome. And I will leave all of that information in the show notes with a link. And that will, all listeners have to do is click on that and it'll go directly to um, Instagram and um, the website and all of that. You guys, thank you guys for being here today. I, I had fun. How do you feel about your first podcast, yeah, Thank you. You did amazing. Yeah, you did. <laughs> You, thank you for being making it so comfortable of course like I was like it's just a conversation I know a lot of people get scared to do these type of things and I, I want to say this too you see like you see you have such a large following on on Instagram Gunner and then like behind the scenes like I've noticed that with like very successful people or, or I've heard with very successful people they on on uh, social media and whether they're you know on TV whatever it is they have this big personality and then behind the scenes they're more introverted. Yeah. He is the king of introversion. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's funny. People, it's, it's, people are like, what? Who is this? This isn't who I saw, but yeah, nope. He's an introvert. Yeah. And even Q kind of like preface like conversation, like this is totally not his thing, but I think he did. I think you guys <laughs> both, both did amazing. You guys, listeners, if you love the show, please make sure to take a screenshot of this episode and tag um, myself and Q and Gunner. Let us know what you loved about this episode. Also leaving a review would help me out tremendously. It helps gain uh, traction for the show um, and um, credibility. And then also stay tuned for that women's conference. That's going to be coming up. You guys remember you got this. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, make sure you are subscribed. So you know, when more episodes come available, my goal is to inspire others to become their vision. And one way to get the word out is with reviews. I would really appreciate it if you left an honest review on iTunes and it would mean so much to me. Thanks again and remember to go after the life you want. Bye guys. Bye.